Episode 3, Who Am I? Although this was the greatest time of my life, it was also turning into shit, to be honest with you. It was too much. I got invited here, I got invited there, there's a party here, um, there's a special event there. Going back and forth and meeting these people and industry events, and it was so crazy. I, I honestly didn't know when it stopped. It didn't. It kept going. And that's how it is. And it came to the point where I don't remember studying anymore. I went to class, but my mind wasn't there. My grades were dropping. And, you know, mind you, this was me being a a junior in, in college. So it really did matter. Then I got like a notice from financial aid basically notifying me if I don't bring up my grades then they will basically cut off my money and I need that I was in an apartment and everything else so I took it very lightly and that's fucking stupid of me I know I kept going out and I kept partying I kept drinking and eventually I got another notice basically letting me know that my financial aid was cut off and it was yeah, it was the spring semester of my junior year. And I was like, oh my God, what do I tell my mom? I, I freaked out. I didn't know what to do. I really didn't. I was scared. And you know what? I, I decided to keep this information a secret from my family. Because I know my family, including my mom, would get Hispanic panic on this and, you know, will be super mad at me and I will not hear the end of day. Plus, you know, I had to figure something out because I wanted to stay at CSUN. I didn't want to go back and leave my roommates with the rent that they still they still needed to go to school. So I was in a predicament where I was so stuck. I was like, shit, I guess I need a job. I worked in the Northridge Fashion Center. I tried getting a job at Hollister. They fired me. <laughs> and a couple weeks later, I got a, a job at, at Fashion Nova. And I fucking hated it. But I needed to stay. And also, I enrolled in Pierce College, which is basically their community college in Northridge, to make up credits to go back to CSUN. So I needed to go to work, basically, at the mall. Then go to Pierce College, which is pretty much further away from my apartment. And I had to keep this under wraps for my family. So I literally busted back and forth and I didn't want to tell my family. I really didn't. So I gathered some change to go take my ass to, you know, Pierce College. And then some, uh, most of the time I'll walk or run literally to the mall so I can go to work. And it was a crazy hustle. I cannot believe I put myself in that in this situation. I really couldn't. And I was I was forced to do it because I really wanted to graduate on time. I didn't want to be the, the one that will be like, oh, I'll graduate uh, another year. Because my year was 2015 where everyone was graduating. So fast forward, it was to the point where I came back from Pierce to CSUN officially because I brought up my grades and I met up with my school counselor and he was like, okay, Melissa, you can graduate in May of 2015 if and only if you take 18 units in the spring semester and six units in the summer, basically. And I was like, okay, cool. I can do it. I have to. I mean, who is going to do it for me, right? 
So I did it. I got my grades up, finally took on those 18 units my spring semester, and I was killing it. I really, really wanted to finish strong. So I think it was like March, and there was a party that was a frat party. I'd never been to one. I've only drove by with a couple of my friends that in freshman year. But it, it got rated like around 10 o'clock. So I'd never actually been to a frat party. So I decided to go. I I had a, a mutual friends that were going to be there. And I was like, okay, let's, let's make some friends. A little backstory. The reason why I was so excited to make some friends at like CSUN was because I was hanging out with the people at the station, the people that I was partying with and going to events with and they're all older than me and honestly I didn't feel like I actually had friends and they were the only ones that I turned to and then at one point I started seeing one of the people that is in industry uh he was a great person and a great time and we're going back and forth to places and we basically were dating but I felt that I didn't like him that way I did care for him but I didn't really feel that connection with him but the thing was I didn't know how to escape it I I felt stuck I felt like if I like said like I I didn't want to do this anymore then like I would be cut off from everything and there goes like me fitting in with these people and that's what really I cared about at that time and I was in a point where I just I was desperate to find other people I was desperate to find another avenue so I can escape basically so I can just go my own way and have that college life in a sense because I really didn't I didn't have a college life I was in the industry life and I didn't grow up in a college life which kind of buns me but hey shit happens and this is why I'm here today so I was so excited to go to this party and I didn't know anyone there except for my mutual friends we get there we're having a good time I was making friends and my mutual friends started getting tired so they were like say oh we're gonna go like let's go and then I was like no I really want to stay and I was already drinking and having a good time and I said no you go ahead I I just live around the corner which I did it was around the block I was like I could just walk home and they're like are you sure you don't know these people and I convinced them like yes it's it's totally okay like I was so forward with this like I really wanted to make friends and that was it they're like okay well we'll see you later so I ended up talking to these couple guys and the next thing I remember was waking up in the bathroom and no one was there it was weird and it was quiet there was no more music and I looked down and see that uh, my shorts I was wearing was down unzipped and I was pretty much like my my head was bugging it was killing me and I was like oh man where am I and the only the first thing I thought about was like, where's my phone and where's my purse? Because I looked around and it wasn't there. So I pretty much got up, uh, zipped my shorts and looked into the different rooms that I remember was there. And then I remember placing my purse in the bed somewhere. Luckily, it was there, but it was people that were crashed there. They just how I remember them, but sleeping now. <laughs> it was weird. 
So I got my purse and luckily my phone was there and I walked out. Uh, Mind you, I was really drunk. I don't remember. I remember like dropping my keys to my apartment and I was like, oh shit, I need that. I remember making that little joke to myself because I kind of stumbled and I, I knocked out. So I remember getting a phone call like around 11 or so a.m. And it was from one of the guys from the party that I had a couple classes with. And he was like, hey, Mel, you okay? Like, I I hope you got home safe. And I was like, yes, I'm okay. I'm just, just hung over, but I'm okay. And he was, oh, okay, cool. Uh, okay, I'll talk to you later. And that was it. I hung up. And I mean, a couple hours later, I wake up again and I was really sore, you know, in my private areas, both ends. And I was, I was like, shit, what the fuck did happen? What the fuck happened to me? So I called back my friend from the party and he picks up and he was like, oh yeah, I, that's why I called. I thought you, you remembered or something like, you, that was funny. And I was like, what do you mean? What happened? And he was like, well, you were talking to this guy and you you started like making out with him and then like you guys went to the back and then he took you to the garage or something and then that's the where we last saw you and then he paused and I was like what I don't remember this I don't remember this and he was like oh okay so and I was like I don't remember this and I was yelling him at him at this time he was like oh my bad like are you okay and I was like I'm gonna throw up so I, I pretty much hung up on him I went to the bathroom and I threw up and I remember checking myself so I was freaking out and I didn't know what to do I was drunk still and I was I literally was in shit I know this will be a surprise to everybody to hear that you know I went through this and I'm okay now I'm healthy and I'm safe and I'm luckily I didn't catch anything I and completely safe. So, you know, fast forward today, I told the people that station about it. It was a weird day because this person said, oh, we'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. And like, who is this person? I just remember their first name. And I don't know, it was like, as it was kind of like a mafia type of thing, oh, we'll take care of it type of thing. But I didn't, it's still unclear to me to this day what actually happened. I don't know what happened. So that's, if someone has information about it, I don't know. It was squashed at the at that point. So it took me about maybe a month or two to get fully over it. And it was hard for me to study. It was hard for me to work at the mall. I had to put my big girl pants on. I'm not saying I asked for it because in some points I did and other points where no, I didn't because, you know, I was taken advantage of. You know, I will take responsibility for it. I put myself in all these situations that I didn't have to, but I did. And it's uh, self-reflecting right now because it's very tough to talk about it. I buried it in my back of my mind saying, like, oh, it wouldn't happen to me. And not this occurrence, but other times I... I gotten roofied before at parties and that's why my my mom and dad get so worried because you know I'll go to these special events and you can't fully trust these people. It's very scary and it does happen. It really does. So if you're hearing this and if you're new to it, please be careful with your drinks. Please be careful. You know, don't overdrink and um even to this day I'm still trying to learn the way I drink and the way I carry myself during these like kinds of events. So yeah, it's it's a learning process. Original music by Corbin Butler. 
sound mixing and editing by my sister, Vanessa Garcia. Graphic design and all the promos that you see, ECA Agency.